Hello and welcome to the Marketing Motion Podcast, a series providing you with insightful content from credible and proven marketers in the industry. My name is Jason and I'll be your host for today's show. The foundation of everything is based on trust. Your current relationship with your partner, your decision to join a company, and even listening to this podcast are all based on trust. And trust is more than ever a cement that binds companies to their customers. Like Jack Ma once mentioned, once you have trust, the rest is easy. However, in recent times, trust has been shattered by the pandemic. For B2B companies, which traditionally rely on relationship building to the business, this meant recalibrating their presence, to some extent, pivoting efforts. To discuss about it, I am excited to have Aradna Boudou-Lomond, Communications Director at Eclipse Communications. Eclipse Communications is one of South Africa's leading communications agencies, and we launched our operations in Mauritius earlier this year with the ambition of being a partner of choice for local businesses and brands, as well as those with regional or global aspirations. As a holistic communications partner, we focus on guiding the growth of brands by providing data-driven strategic advice through tailored and adaptable messaging, multiple platforms, and personalized interactions. Innovation and agility are at the heart of our activities, thanks to our team of versatile, channel agnostic, and out-of-the-box thinkers. The need for B2B organizations to be a trust isn't new. It has been here for ages. For B2B, trust is even more so important when there are minimal access to information, mistrust in authorities, and misinformation all during a crisis situation. A big part of maintaining trust during a crisis has a lot to do with having a contingency plan. Not having one equals to navigating uncertain times blindly. Generally speaking, a B2B contingency plan will cover the different areas of a business directly or indirectly affected by a crisis. The aim is to ensure business continuity while maintaining a strong line of communication between all stakeholders. I think it is fair to say that nobody had the perfect contingency plan in place to tackle such a crisis. While being a shock to our collective systems, the COVID-19 pandemic has been a catalyst to what we call the trust economy. And the key to building and regaining trust with stakeholders, employees and customers is to be transparent and to keep communication channels open. When talking about the Spanish flu, John Barry, the author of The Great Influenza, rightly said that in the next pandemic, be it now or in the future, be the virus mild or virulent, the single most important weapon against the disease will be a vaccine and the second most important will be communication. Why? Because it cements trust and trust is the connective tissue that binds together everything that we do. So we have a wonderful opportunity to go back to the essential. With communication central to building trust, Aradna added that organizations need to demonstrate some traits, among which empathy. Communications is empathy. So being empathetic is key. Secondly, there is authenticity. 
keeping our communications truthful by, for example, informing customers about how you are handling the crisis and what you are doing to keep them safe. Thirdly, favoring a bottom-up approach by giving stakeholders and customers an outlet to voice concerns, complaints, and ask questions. Set up the channels they can reach you on to get the fastest response. And of course, make sure that on the other end, the response is empathetic and understanding. Here, I'd like to stress on one main point Arada mentioned, empathy, and its influence on behaviors. In 1963, Hanover Insurance Company purchased Guarantee Mutual Company of Ohio. The main issue that this new merger was facing was employee low morale. In an effort to show some empathy to, towards the employees, the management hired Harvey Ball, a freelance artist. Now, his role was to come up with a graphic which would make employees smile more and be more happy in their day-to-day job. In 10 minutes, he designed a smiley face which was to be printed on buttons, pins, t-shirts, posters, and many, many more marketing support. By 1971, more than 50 million smiley face buttons were sold and most importantly, the buttons increased the positive sentiment in the merger. And it also became the iconic smiley face we use today on Facebook Messenger. For brands showing empathy in their comms, we often notice customers being more satisfied, confident and loyal in times of crisis. So I asked Aradna to comment on how brands shifted in recent times to become more human-centric. While it is a difficult time for brands as they seek to effectively and sensitively communicate with their audiences, we should first of all understand the dynamics behind this change. The pandemic has shown us that human beings were the most precious resource we had. Secondly, should we envision going back to the purely selling narrative? I think that today, Consumerism is driven by allowing customers to pull information from the environment rather than having the information pushed onto them as we have been used to doing. Successful communication strategies today involve speaking up, humanizing content and taking a responsibility first approach. And I believe this new normal is bringing a welcome transition for the world of advertising, marketing and communications. One in which we are moving from the product to the brand where strategies are shifting to brand image building based on the growing need for brands to show their loyalty to customers and with brands having to do long-term investment in users as humans through authenticity. So we got it. Brands are shifting their focus to consumers by becoming more human in their approach. From products, we are looking at people as a medium of communications. The second interesting point that Aradna mentioned is responsibility. In fact, more and more consumers are expecting brands to demonstrate social and economical responsibility. And they would buy even more from these trendsetters. Today, brands are seizing opportunities resulting from the pandemic to position themselves and influence consumers' sentiment. However, measuring the impact is still to be defined as we adapt to new realities and dynamics. This pandemic has disrupted all past data trends on customer journey and prompted a renewed need for brands to listen. The advent of the trust economy and the shift 
from product to brand also calls for a shift from sales-focused conversion to conversation, which is something that we find on various digital platforms on a day-to-day -day basis. Hence, social listening, sentiment analysis of audiences, and truly comprehending the lives, attitudes, and emotions of customers has become imperative. The crisis shows us that we need precision in messaging by geography, customer segment, and supply chain condition, all of which is enabled by access to first-party data. For most companies, consolidating, growing, and enriching consumer data has taken on new urgency for them to be well-positioned to personalize experiences and hence maximize marketing outcomes. However, the only thing that is certain is that circumstances will continue to change. So, on top of finding means of measuring sentiment, companies will, above all, need to wire themselves to be agile on an ongoing basis. As Aradna rightly described, the peon communications function is on the first track to digital transformation. Decisions are backed by data, while messaging is based on sentiment analysis. In times of crisis, these are even more important as they enable organizations to be trust with the right people at the right time. To do all these, communications should be integrated in the different business units. This goes to the crisis communication teams as well. So I ask Aradna who should be part of a crisis communications team in an organization. First of all, where does the communications professional stand in the new landscape? After more than a year of dramatic socio-economic upheaval and in the face of imminent challenges in the decade ahead, communications professionals have an opportunity as well as a duty to join forces with organizational leaders to play a more active role in shaping new strategies to meet the new normal. The discipline has what it takes to be an ethical and moral compass for organizations supporting decision-making and guiding their impact on the various components of our society for the common good. And when it comes to crisis situations, beyond the titles of members of the crisis communications team, we should rather look at their roles given the specific issue that will have to be solved. For it to have an effective response, a crisis communications team must, above all, be flexible, with each member's responsibilities being periodically reviewed, extensible, reliable and emotionally intelligent. As you probably understood by now, during pandemics, both vaccination and communications are equally important. For B2B brands, it is the right time to pivot their positioning by demonstrating empathy and having a firm, wide, integrated approach, without forgetting the consumers. The end goal being to build trust. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Until the next one, please share it and subscribe so you don't miss any other new episodes coming soon. 